This podcast is brought to you by Trend. Trend is a micro-influencer marketing platform that helps connect brands with influencers. Learn more, join our network, or start an influencer campaign at trend.io. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Trend. I'm your host, Jay, joined again with Ramon. We are remote again, uh, so we're doing a remote podcast. This time we're doing audio only, so this should be a little bit interesting, a little bit different. And we're going to be covering um, what to post on Instagram. Uh, we're going to have some ideas for what you should be posting on Instagram. Obviously, a lot of people are staying home during this time, so really relevant uh, topics since they're going to be consuming a lot more content. Um, so this is going to be a really good chance for you to double down on your brand and uh, share more information about your brand and co- continue to cultivate that audience when eyes are on social media the most right now. Yeah, for sure. It's a it's a weird paradox because there are more people than ever on their phones and on social media, but yet everyone is just like standing on the sidelines, uh, w- waiting for uh, w- just seeing what other people are doing and kind of calculating their next move. And uh, some people are actually over calculating that next move rather than at this point, you know, accepting the kind of reality that we're in um however it seems like besides you know the concern of how your brand is affected and personally whether you're an actual brand or or an influencer there's kind of a concern on on how you will be judged and is it going to affect your brand or not but i think the bigger component besides that as well is the supply chain um side of things which seems to uh be affecting the most out of out of all uh things but in at the same time, I mean, you you have to keep that content machine going up. And an example of that, um, I don't know if you saw Jay recently, uh, Glossier, actually, I just started posting a bunch of content and reposting content, even away, I mean, which is a brand that is a high-end luxury uh, luggage. Um, they just went hard to creating content just to be able to relate to their current customers. So um, even though they're not out there right now, seems like, you know, pursuing new customers, they're kind of using user-generated content to actually engage more with their current customers and give the attention to their customers. And you're seeing this across the board in many, many different industries. And while completely unrelated, um, just so you understand how far out this is going, even the venture capital world, they're not even investing in many companies right now. They're focusing on their portfolio companies. So um, we're, we're, we're seeing a lot of, of um, ways that brands are trying to engage the customers that they have with, with existing or, or new user-generated content. Yeah, for sure. I think this is a really different time and interesting time to kind of double down on those efforts. Um, Obviously, like a lot of people want to lean into the audience they've already built up right now and figure out how to leverage that. And I think this is a really good, you know, obviously it's really sad and unfortunate with everything that's going on in the world, but it's a really good opportunity as a business to take a little bit of a step back, kind of lean into your audience, continue to cultivate content and just figure out how to engage them. I think putting together staying idle isn't really the best strategy over here um, because, you know, it's a unique opportunity. A lot of people, like you said, are guarding their wallet a little bit more. And it gives you the opportunity to experiment with some new strategies. And who knows, you might find some winners out there that are able to not only open people's wallet right now and get them to purchase, but something that could be even 
at a stronger conversion rate when the market kind of gets back and kind of normalizes a little bit and everything's going back to more normal. And that content might actually be able to convert new audiences that were kind of in the same position where they felt like their wallets were, they were guarding their wallets a little bit tighter. Um, so I think this is a really good opportunity to kind of double down on that. Um, so let's talk through some strategies, I think, uh, kind of what can you do to continue to to grow your audience, engage with your current audience, lean in and kind of get people to open up uh, their wallets or at least kind of engage them to continue to build your brand. Yeah, absolutely. One, one more thing I'll add to that, Jay, is that um, besides uh, doing the strategies you mentioned, it's also an opportunity to increase the lifetime value of those current customers you have who could become repeat customers you know a lot of companies are focused on you know running ads and acquiring customers but um you know getting all of your existing customers to purchase one more time again um could could lead to potential bigger revenue than than even acquiring new customers and for way less of a cost so while building the brand um and this is actually uh a, a article that i've been looking uh to dive into because this is it's right now it's the creator's opportunity to prove for the brands what they can do given that they can't leverage studios so one of the first things we have here is to create a theme um so brands look for influencers that relate to their audience and relate to their brand they don't just want someone with the biggest followers in fact when we worked with Lyft back in the day they actually preferred to work with creators that had 2000 followers over creators that had 100,000 followers and it was just because some of them would relate more to their brand so I feel like by creating a theme um, you're actually speaking out you know what your aesthetic is and what type of brand um, you would like to work with so it's kind of a quality over volume type of thing and it's uh, it's really important to make sure that you keep that consistent yeah and kind of speaking a little bit more on that I think creating a theme is really important uh as a brand and as an influencer, as an influencer, it really, um, you don't need to be, I don't think it really works when you're like that catch everything kind of person where you're promoting a bunch of different things. You want to really focus in on a niche because those people that follow you, those super fans are going to be the ones that are going to be people that are going to end up converting and that's what brands are obviously looking for. So stay stay in touch with your niche because that's a really good way of identifying and kind of showing off what you really stand for and that you're really hyper focused in that area. And same thing as a brand, you know, you focus in and you try if you try and spread yourself too far and try and build pull in a ton of different audiences, it doesn't really work because no one really identifies with that theme very well. Whereas, you know, if you're specific and very targeted in what you create, I think you're going to end up finding a lot of super fans. And like you said, people that can probably lean in and help uh, grow the lifetime, like customers that you can grow the lifetime value with. Um, and yeah, so the next thing we have on here is uh, talking about product shots. So I think this is important for both brands and influencers. Um, I think showing brands as an influencer that you're interested in promoting products that you care about show can give a really good example on how you work with those products and kind of how your attitude 
is toward things. I think it gives a brand a good insight into what kind of relationship uh, they will have with you as an influencer. And then I think on the brand side, product shots, obviously, uh, you want to see the product in use. You want someone to feel like they are able to put themselves in the product shoes and be able to use it. Absolutely. And I think, you know, um, going into into product from uh from from having themes uh some some influencers actually have products as their uh theme they focus on shooting uh content for products so you know that's another way to niche down in what type of content you shoot uh i think brands still underestimate how many conversions happen on Instagram and social media. And we've been for way too long focusing on having creators, you know, at a, at a, at a photo with a unique URL when um, conversions happen with volume and traffic and conversion rates get improved by, you know, adding more social proof. So brands, there's no such thing as too much product content uh generated by by creators and and to scale that content with variety you need multiple people that can do product shots so you need product for every every skew every product color variation different sizes for fashion different kinds of models and and uh there's actually a way here for a influencers to niche down on this and b brands to really focus on this during this time you know it's a it's an overhauling process to get all of this done um typically probably someone would have to be hired to manage all this content and and upload it and everything but right now that that we're in a downtime it's a perfect timing to actually uh go ahead and you know get that Instagram shoppable revamped for for the rest of the year. Yeah, and you've touched on a really good point there. The Instagram shopping piece, I think uh, that also plays a part in these product shots. You want to make sure you have your Instagram shopping set up. Uh, I know we've offered this on the podcast before, uh, but once again, for anyone out there that if you don't have your Instagram shopping set up, we'd love to help you and kind of get that set up during this time. You know, e-commerce is really exploding right now. It's really important. It's going to become even more important as people become more comfortable with staying at home and maybe making that different lifestyle shift. So make sure you have your Instagram shopping up. And uh, that's where product shots can really come into place, especially as a brand. Um, so another piece we want to touch on uh, for another idea is user-generated content. Obviously, influencers are doing that all the time. They are using themselves in most of their content pieces. So they're really doing that. But brands need to especially lean into user-generated content because that's really what's affecting the shopping decisions nowadays. And that's that's exactly what we focus on here. So reason we decided to dive into this space is because we saw how much of a challenge it really was to scale this. So we built this business on that emphasis and, and, and helping brands uh, you know, scale this uh, as it becomes a challenge and especially when we're talking about video. So if you're a creator, focus on video, user-generated content video. Um, it is probably the largest demand right now for brands and the most difficult for, for, for brands to, to generate and source. So uh, focus on 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 creating that video uh, content. It's not mentioned here in the article, but I'd just like to add um, that, you know, even as a brand, it's incredibly difficult to scale 
the video side of things. So, um, you know, we, we've talked with every possible brand out there and a lot of them say, hey, we we create a few pieces of user generated content here and there. Uh, you know, we work with five people a month, but that doesn't really, um, you know, move the needle. And when you're talking about video, the transferring assets, uh, transferring those files becomes a much more complex pro- problem in terms of the quality resolution of the video. File is too large to send by email, so they cut it down, Dropbox folders, drives. I mean, it's an absolute mess. So we actually have a content management portal for, for this reason. So if you're looking to take that seriously um, and, and, and scaling that, uh, we, we would love to help with that. Yeah. I mean, UGC is huge. We've preached that for a long time. We had a, a whole podcast dedicated to uh, user-generated content. So definitely check that out if you get a chance, if you're done through this one. Um, but it's huge. It definitely saves you a lot of time and money. Um, like Ramon said, it might be a little bit tricky setting it up at first. Um, but we're here to help on that front um, and figuring out how to use and leverage video is going to be huge. Uh, so jumping into another strategy that we have over here, uh, let's talk about uh, a different strategy that's uh, more, I know we've talked about a lot of content that, that uses people as the centerpiece, uh, but let's talk about inspirational quotes as another strategy. So a lot of brands we've seen do this. It's a really quick way to kind of plug in some extra content. I think the key over here is making sure that it's within your theme that you're kind of trying to shoot for. Uh, I feel like it's weird if you just plug it in after all you've had is user-generated content, but I think if you can get it to flow well with what your brand is about and what your theme is about, um, it can be a really good strategy when maybe you might be running low on content or you just need something to plug in really quickly. Yeah, also know your brand, right? Like, for example, uh, for Outdoor Voices, it's really worked uh, for them to have kind of like um, the, the some of the funny stuff that relates more to the uh, Gen Z and early millennial um, generation, but not because it works for them means, means it's going to work for you. They really know their brand and know their audience. So just make sure that it sticks along the lines of what your audience uh, wants to listen to and is going to relate to, as well as what your product um, is uh, relatable to as well. I was just going to ask, how would you recommend um, that, that for, for me to create content like this uh, by myself? Yeah, uh, so one that we really like is uh, Canva. Um, I'd suggest getting a Canva account. It's free. They have some. They have a pro account option as well. But uh, I would suggest using Canva. It's a free platform that you can create content on and kind of create these different quotes and plug in images and things like that. Um, and it's super easy to just download. They already have like templates for Instagram, other social channels as well. Um, and just download the content and get it up on your profile. For sure. Um, and this actually uh, brings up the next topic, which is collaborate on a contest. So we've actually had brands come to us and say, hey, we want to increase our followers. And um, while you can do uh, giveaway contests from your own brand account, something I, w- I do recommend is that you're doing the giveaway on your account, but you can also have influencers engage with that giveaway 
and uh, have them bring their audience also to that giveaway. Um, so, for example, you know, the influencer uh, is offering their audience a 50% discount on a specific product. Go over to Cake Beauty's Instagram account. Uh, there's a giveaway going on there. Participate and uh, you will go ahead and, um, you know, be able to use this coupon code for 50%. And something like that, using many influencers all across the board, uh, will be able to boost the followers to uh, the thousands in a short span of time. Yeah, for sure. And there's a lot of strategies you can do on contests. You can do a collaboration. It doesn't always just have to be a brand and an influencer collaborating. You can have you get as a brand, you can collaborate with other brands. Uh, you can ask people to follow you, tag you, comment on your posts, uh, things that can really bump up your engagement levels and not only potentially be seen by more of your audience, but also be found on something, if you're on Instagram, like an explore page where more people are likely to see your content and it kind of just has this snowball effect for the contest. Uh, so it's a really good way to rack up a bunch of followers really quickly. Um, and so our, that brings us to our last strategy that we're going to talk about is Instagram stories. I'm sure, Ramon, you have a bunch of stuff to talk about on this. I know you mentioned video already, but stories are really huge to kind of just add a different dimension to what's going on. A lot of people are engaging with stories. Um, you know, it was really popular when probably the early idea of this was from Snapchat, when Snapchat had kind of uh, stories that you could follow. But Instagram has kind of really taken the lead on this in terms of stories and getting a bunch of engagement from people looking at this. I mean, it sticks right at the top of your profile, so you can't miss it. Yeah, for sure. Actually, stories is uh, my favorite one because it's what um, probably has the most demand from brands. It's the one that seems like the easiest type of content to make. But when you're a brand and you actually try to make this type of content in-house, it's so hard to make something look so natural. Um, and for that reason, uh, stories take the win for the best conversion rates uh, for ads. So, uh, you know, testimonials of products in a selfie format video raw content by far outperforms any other piece of content so that's something i'm really excited um about as we help brands to scale it more and more and it's the only place on instagram where you can directly uh, send traffic to a website to from so um you know in in if if you're actually trying to dip your toes more into videos absolutely do it with stories because it's simple as it looks to just do a testimony of a product um, it's something that a brand cannot do in-house so i know um jay has a few tips here for for when in doubt so uh for, for how do you create your content for stories yeah for sure uh so different ways uh that you can kind of make sure that your product is being at the front or if you're an influencer making sure you're doing a good job uh showing off your products, so tips for brands and influencers, uh, showing how you make your product, uh, filming your employees at work can be really good if you're a brand, uh, demonstrating an event, so maybe you might have some sort of thing. I know we did a thing with Gourmet Nut uh, where we had a installment in New York City, um, so something like that, showing stories off for that. Uh, backstage kind of experiences, uh, maybe you show how you uh, like I said, create the product, but maybe it's even like an inside tour of 
new products that you might possibly have, giving previews, uh, showing how you source products, uh, testimonials. We've done that before with like video reviews, um, just kind of like daily life at where you are as a brand or even as an influencer, just doing a daily life kind of clip. Um, and then just making sure, you know, you have it filmed. And I think one thing that's really cool, kind of connecting back to trend a little bit more, um, uh, one thing that brands need to make sure to do is, you know, story content is great, but I think you need to figure out how to leverage that content and making sure you're able to get that video that the influencer produces and being able to repurpose it on other places. Cause you said, it's really powerful content. I think it's really important. And uh, I know at Trend, we're creating a lot of processes for that. We allow our brands to download the the story content and reuse it everywhere. Um, and it's just something that's really powerful. For sure. And then uh, one takeaway would be, I encourage you to really, really take this time uh, seriously. Don't be afraid of uh, being judged or uh, for whatever you post during this time. Just make sure that it aligns with your audience. And for example, right now, eco-friendly products are doing very well. There are brands that are doing very, very well during this time. Products that really help the environment, help all of us, help keeping us entertained. So um, don't, don't uh, you know, guilt yourself into into not creating content i would say actually this is the time for the creators to really show uh to the brands how much more efficient than a content uh studio they can be uh brands cannot get to, to content studios right now they can't get their content teams uh together so uh just you know, even study what the brands, what are your dream brands to work with? Uh, take, go on their Instagram, look at their tagged posts, look at their websites, um, see what they're doing, look at, sign up to their email newsletter, see what type of content they're adding, practice that content, study it. How could you do it, uh, differently or better? Um, I think this is a great time to, to really step up, uh, your, your game. Yeah. Um, I agree with you a hundred percent. I think don't shy away from what's going on. I think obviously you've got to make sure you're sensitive to what's going on, but don't let that take away from creating content and planning content. You know, your, your audience is looking towards to you to make sure that, you're creating content that resonates with them. If you keep up what you're doing and kind of test out some new strategies as well, I think that's the best way to continue to to grow your audience. This shouldn't be a time to kind of sit on what you have. So definitely do a lot of planning, uh, definitely produce a lot of content. And like you said, I think this is a really golden age for creators. A lot of studios, content studios are shut down. People can't just create content in-house. So I think this is a really good opportunity if you're a creator to kind of reach out to some of those brands that look like they might need a little bit of help. And if you're a brand, uh, I think get on, be proactive, reach out to creators and kind of get them started producing content. Because like you said, when you have people that have created these themes, these niche influencers that have these hyper-connected audiences, those are what are going to ultimately drive the sales. And I think connecting with them uh, now so more than ever with all eyes focused in on social is is going to be huge. 
For sure. This was a, a great episode. I'm gra- glad we were able to break this one down. It was a hefty long one. So, um, I'm, I'm just, you know, just how we're, we're preaching, uh, to, to create more content. That's exactly what we're doing here. So we're trying to study a lot about what's currently going on in the market. What does this mean for creators and, and brands and trying to uh, bring these news over to you? So, um, if you have any further questions or, 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 or concerns about the market or anything along those lines, uh, we would love to help. Yeah, for sure. Um, and if you want to check out the full posts on our website, trend.io slash blog, uh, six ideas for Instagram posts, check it out and we'll see you next time on the trend.